first thing to do when you see something trouble happening is to call 911. But I believe it's the best the quicker to call 357. Hey, what's up? I'm Todd. I'm Jimmy. And this is Every Playlist Tells a Story. What episode are we up to, Todd? This should be episode 48. 48. Moving along. I love it. Moving right along. Coming up on that one-year mark. It's been a year. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, considering, you know. Everything? Yeah, exactly. It's been one year of all this stuff. Yeah. Hey, before we get started, and I keep forgetting to do this sometimes at the end, so don't forget all the songs. If I if they're on Spotify, I'll put them on there. I think this week will be an exception. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's, this will be three weeks in a row that I found something not on Spotify. No, I did. The Carter Family was on Spotify. It was? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Carter all Family right. last week was on Spotify, so. But if it's there, if not, I'll put a link in the notes that you can at least go listen to whatever song Jimmy's talking about. Um, God help you. Yeah, help you. And then, uh, again, don't forget the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can email us a note at every playlist tells a story at gmail.com. Have you gotten the email? No, not for a very long time. Okay. But I, I know from people I talk to that listen to this, there are people that are behind. So I will say that if you, like Stuart, I know you're still catching up. If you get to an episode where you want to email something, go ahead. I mean, he he usually just sends me a text, but okay. But yeah, just because you're four weeks behind, go ahead and send the note in. We'll we'll circle back to it. Yeah, you know, it's almost like we should have a text. It's at some point we need to come up. Charles Barkley, who does NBA on TNT, he has two phones. Okay. Because one is like his personal line, and then his other is his jackass phone. And like okay. all the jackasses aren't his personal friend, they, right. they call that phone number okay. or text that number. Well, I can go ahead and give your phone number out now if you want. Uh, I, that's I got to come up with a jackass phone first. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So anyway, we could ha- have that be exclusive. Right. Because texting is more popular than email now. True. True. So. And uh, last thing, throw in here before we get started, don't forget to rate. Subscribe, leave a comment, all yep. that fun stuff. We got 11, right? We're holding steady at 11. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Thank you, you 11 lovely people. That's right. Lovely people. Right. And I know there's more than 11 of you listening because... You I sure? Checked, I checked the chart, or I checked the stats or whatever it is, and we're a solid 20 listeners a week, I think. Really? But then... Like I said, there are people that are behind. I don't ever go back and look at previous episodes, but, you know, put it up on Friday and usually by Monday we're at the 20 mark. And then I just stop looking at it. I'm amazed we got that many. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, thanks for sticking with us. Yeah, thank you. You 20 people. We should have a list, you know, we should invite all 20 people here. Maybe they'll all come over to Owensboro for that Van Halen 2 tribute show. Oh, there you go. That'd be badass. Yeah. I, we got to give a name. I, I'll work on the name. All right, cool. Before we get started, you got anything you want to chit-chat about? Well, I saw this past Tuesday was the 40th anniversary of Billy Squire's Don't Say No album. That's uh, it. That's the album that's got The Stroke. That's right, the album that's yeah. got My Kind of Lover. Right. That's not the album that's got your favorite video song on it. I love it. Um, uh, Rock Me Tonight. Right. That, that didn't come till the... Signs of Life, 84 album. Gotcha. Or it might have been 83. I like the Stroke, man. That God, That's just a classic rock. Oh, yeah. It's I mean, one of the staples. If you're watching a, a movie with a, a high school scene and somebody's pulling in a parking lot, shame on them if they're not rocking the Stroke. That's just, it's just a great song for that pulling into a high school parking lot scene. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's It's been sampled many times. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of my favorite albums of all time. And Billy Squire realizes that. I saw him at a up in Indy at Military Park. They used to always have a Labor Day barbecue festival weekend. And it always, like every night there'd be somebody. I remember you going to something like that. Yeah. Like one night it was, well, I think the night I went, it was Loverboy and Billy Squire. Nice. I think. Nice package. I, I'm almost positive because I remember taking pi- pictures of uh, Mike Love, the lead singer of Loverboy. Yep. Taking a picture of his belly. Because uh, that's your on, thing. He's put on a lot of weight since his skinny red leather. Right, yeah. You know, early days. And I was like, you know, 
I, I didn't know loving every minute of it was about Golden Corral. <laughs> was my comment I put on that on that picture. Right. Yeah. But yeah, Billy Squire even said during his set, you know, so we're gonna, you know, I'm gonna mix it up amongst all the albums, you know, I have, and not everything was on Don't Say No. Right. So he like he purposely, purposely stayed away from Don't Say No. He only played it maybe a couple songs. You gotta play the Stroke though. He played the Stroke. I mean, I would say that would probably be his number one. If you had to, that's his free bird. Yeah, that's his free. That's a good way of putting it. That's his free bird. Yeah. All right. Okay. It was a good show. He's a hell of a guitar player, and uh, I just feel so bad for him because he just—he's one of the victims of—he's one of the few victims of MTV. One misstep. One misstep. Uh, but somebody had to do it. it. Just happened to be him. Yeah. But what not to do with a music video? True. If you've never seen Billy Squire's video for his song to, uh, "Rock Me Tonight," all I can do is say before you watch it. You can't unsee it. Right. You can't unsee it. And once you see it, it'll be, you'll always think about it. And yeah. you'll find yourself thinking about dancing the way he dances when you hear certain songs. I'll look, I, if I can find it, I'll put a link in the notes. Oh, my God. You know, let's save that. I think that should be an episode because there's a. Okay. Because. I won't put a link in the notes. Well, well Billy, Billy's got his own. He, he had had interviews about that video right and there's an interesting backstory to how that i can only imagine it's very similar to that janie lane cherry pie video is he is he just no he didn't destroy about it no he's he's embraced it oh okay he's embraced the fact that he messed up and that's just part of life yeah and like you know lane who you know it 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 seemed like it destroyed his life yeah the whole thing, um, yeah. or definitely, I don't know if he was already having problems, but it definitely didn't help. I read an autobiography by someone, like his former wife or something, and throughout it, it talked like he'd always kind of struggled with stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I think I just added to the problem. Yeah. Billy was already, you know, pretty straightforward guy, and that was just one misstep. He good moved for on him from for it. Taking it on, man. Oh yeah, yeah. He's. He's 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 accepted the fact that yeah that's part of him yeah that's me yeah that's me yeah. I did it we've all, we've all got that bad haircut that's exactly it what's he got <laughs> chewing on a piece of something you found on the floor digging the hell mm-hmm. trying to dig dig to your dig, way to China trying to dig that hole all right well you got anything else well Todd. I'm excited and concerned to continue our Led Zeppelin song bracket challenge. Uh, last week we covered this, the round of 64. Yep. The top 64 songs from your favorite band of all time, Led Zeppelin. Why are you concerned? Well, because there were a lot of um, upsets in my opinion. But, yeah. You know, it's not my bracket, it's your bracket. And for the most part, I think we would agree on most of the picks. And I'll, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, this bracket thing has really kind of gotten my head this past week. It's, wow. it's haunted me. Well, I, well, the first it all came from. I don't know if anybody's listened to episodes, you know, two or three episodes ago. But Loudwire had a March Madness bracket challenge for best band, and they didn't have sixty four bands. They had thirty two, and not thirty two of the best. And in my opinion, there was really three or four bands that really had a chance. It was going to come down to these three of our bands right. because there's such a divide between them and everybody else in this bracket. And I was like, that's not really a challenge, though. I mean, it's not yeah. true March Madness. So I was like, you know, Led Zeppelin has got a lot of great songs, and it's going to be tough to really pick one over the other to get down to the final as far as bracket style goes. So I, I knew it would be a challenge for it, but I didn't think it'd haunt you. Well, it's just it's one of those things where – I will really like a song one day, and then the next day I would pick another song. Right. So going back and looking at my selections, it was like, did I do the right thing? Did I make the right choice? I, I you know, I hey, don't know. Hey, and you're more than free to change, like anything you pick, because it wasn't really fair. I in my part, because I kind of threw this at you. Yeah, but you it weren't was fun. prepared for it. It was fun, but I spent the last week kind of reexamining my choices. So, is there any of them you want to change? Hold on. Could, all right, I had to take the dog upstairs. She was getting too ruckusy. Start biting at my feet. 
Well, you know, you talk Led Zeppelin to Ellie, uh, a golden she, retriever. She's evidently unpl- not pleased with some of my selections. And her hair is about the same color as Robert Plant. Oh, yeah. She's so, a golden god. Lead singer diva personality. Yep. That's for sure. Mad she's not getting her attention. But, yeah, it's... Spending this past week going through the selections I made, most of them, all in all, you know, most of them I'm pleased with. There were a couple of them that I went back and went, oh, man, maybe I should have gone a different way. But then I would look ahead and say, oh, well, it probably doesn't matter because whatever I would have changed would have lost to the next one or something like that. So the way I looked at it was, okay, you got this song and you got the, that song. Which one would I want to hear right now? And that's, yeah, that's what I'm doing. But the problem is, you know, one day I want to hear something loud and heavy, and the next day I want to hear something gentle and acoustic. Correct. And so even even the day-to-day of, okay, yeah, I'm happy with that selection, the next day I might not be happy with it. So it's just, it's... Whatever mood you're in. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right, so do you want to just do another round? You want to get down the championship and end this? No, 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 no. We'll just do another round. But hey, before we jump into that, I do want to mention there is a podcast that is getting ready to start a new uh, season. It -hmm. is called Cocaine and Rhinestones, and it's by uh, Tyler Mahan Co. And the first season, I just absolutely adored. It's basically a a behind-the-music, if you will, of, of... mostly country stuff but uh i stumbled across this thing a couple of years ago on the first season and there was like three episodes on the harper valley pta song oh yeah genie um oh genie c riley yeah 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 but there was like i I was fascinated with this so i'm super excited this is coming i've kind of heard i've heard rumor of what the new season's going to be about but he's not come out and said it so i don't want to say it but if what I'm hearing rumor mill wise is true, it's going to be a fantastic season. So April uh, April twentieth, the I guess first episode is supposed to premiere. So super right. excited about that. One. Oh wow, next week. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And so it's I, all about it's backstories to I don't, songs. I don't, what I'm hearing about the new season, it'll be a little different than what the first season was. That's what season one was. But season one, there was you know they did an episode on Winona Judd. They did an episode on. Uh, Sammy Kershaw just went Sammy through Kershaw. Sammy nice. Kershaw and the whole Cajun country sound. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it was, it was just a, it was a great fun listen. I really, I, it was probably one of my top fives. I really dug it. Love the song Louisiana Ma'am. Yeah. yeah. It's a great song. Yeah. So looking forward to that. But now that I got that out of the way, yeah, you want to dive into the Zeppelin bracket and let's just do one round because it was. <laughs> emotionally (laughs) draining emotionally draining for me okay all right well like i said we've um it was 64 we knocked it down to 32 so we're going to get down to sweet 16 here and then we'll give todd a week off to you know recuperate gets you know psychiatric uh, therapy all right so we're in the stairway to heaven bracket here now we're starting off obviously with Number one seed, Stairway to Heaven, versus number nine seed, Traveling Riverside Blues. Yeah. And so I did a little homework going into this this round just because. You had a chance. I had a chance, yeah. And, and okay, so Traveling Riverside Blues, what I love about that song is it's got that great old-time kind of train guitar riff. But... And it's one of my favorite songs, too. I just love that song. But it's just, I don't think it's strong enough to upheave Stairway to Heaven. So I went with Stairway to Heaven. Gotcha. Fair enough. All right. So next game is number five seed in my time of dying versus number four seed, Since I've Been Loving You. I went with Since I've Been Loving You. Um, Great blues number. That song is just, it's so, it's soulful, man. It just, it's. Oh know. yeah, I got John Paul on the on the organ, uh, their keyboards back yeah. there, and yeah, it's very subtle. And Robert Plant's up front with you it. You could hear that pain in his voice, man. You could just hear him; he's just hurting. And uh, I, I just love that kick, that drum, that kick snare. I, just, uh, I love the, the heavy bass. I love the drums on that song. Yeah. So 
All right. All Good right. choice. So since I've been loving you. Next game, we got number six, Trampled Underfoot, versus number three seed, No Quarter. I'm going to go No Quarter on this. Uh, I feel like it's stronger due. It's got more of a dreamy, floaty feeling to it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like that psychedelic, hypnotic bullshit so well, there's a good winter storm going on outside yeah you can I, stare out the window i kind of scribbled down here it feels like being high without actually being high <laughs> right right yeah okay good. and the guitar riff's cool as shit too oh yeah yeah, yeah. It's good hook yep all right so next up we got the underdog the upset maker uh number 10 seed four sticks beat out black dog oh wait no beat out what did it play oh beat out dire maker um, versus um, the 15 seed friends from Led Zeppelin three beat out Black Dog yeah. last round. So yeah. four sticks versus friends. I went with friends. Just a good acoustic groove, nice little laid back. Yeah, I just like friends. You ever um, play that on your acoustic? No. It it's got some devilish tuning. I have not it. attempted to play any Led Zeppelin on guitar since I was. 17 years old really yeah yeah you have to well it's like cashmere you have to you have to down tune yeah but once you tune it like really playing it's easy really yeah it's okay. really nothing to it it's just the way it's tuned makes it sound so freaking awesome okay so i have to teach you that because once you once you play it you'll never right you know it's like riding a bike it's like wow I can play this anytime I want. Anytime I want. And speaking of uh, tuning to play a guitar, we're going into the cashmere bracket now. Okay. Uh, top seed cashmere versus uh, number nine seed dancing days. I uh, went with the epic groove of cashmere. Cashmere. And, uh, the thinking is, if it's good enough for rat to try to seal the deal, it's good enough for me. <laughs> he didn't uh, stick to the five point plan. He, didn't st- he strayed from the five point plan. He felt like cashmere. In the long run, it worked out, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it turned out physical graffiti was actually the route he needed to go. Yep. All right, next game, number five, Babe, I'm going to leave you, versus number 13, Hey, Hey, What Can I Do? Even though Babe is such a great song, and I love Plant's voice on that song, mm-hmm. I went with Hey, Hey, just because it's got such a swinging groove to it. And then just... You know, we talked a couple weeks ago about little stuff in the background being like the spice added in the song. I mean, the mandolin on this song is just kind of there, but it's not. It's it's another one of those little surprise spices that I just, I love it. Like like a nutmeg. Like nutmeg. All right, next game. Number six seed, what is and what should never be versus 14th seed, black country woman. Man, I spent a lot of time in my youth just singing that what is and what should never be song. Yeah. I mean, just wandering around with a buddy of mine, Jason, and that was our jam. We'd just walk around and just sing songs and shit. But Around I'm a, Newburgh? Or, uh, yeah, just, just you know, in our youth, hanging out, hanging out with buddies kind of shit. But, okay. But, man, I went with Black Country Woman. Now, is that kind of going back to the Allison Krauss, Robert Plant concert? Because they did play that there. Is that the source of your? Um, you know what? Love? What I like about this song is there's a rawness to it. You know, just even the beginning where the that's the one with the airplane at the beginning and just leave it in, right? Not even, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I love that. I mean, I just love that little stupid. It just makes it feel like it just happened. Yeah. I don't know. I just I dig that song. Yeah, yeah, good choice. Okay, last game in this bracket, we got the ten seed beating that. Uh, the rover beat out fool in the rain uh versus two seed rock and roll easy money right there man rock and roll rock and roll yeah rover's cool because it's got that big rock song feel to it yeah but rock and roll is just ferocious that's a tough one tough one over to beat out okay all right moving on to the what was the whole lot of love bracket until it got upset by the 16th seed you shook me last week we got you Shook Me versus number eight seed, Gallows Pole. Going Gallows Pole. Gallows Pole. Yeah. I like the You Shook Me, but ga- yeah, Gallows Pole. Hangman. Hangman. Yeah, that little bouncy bass line dropping in. Got that slow build to it. Yeah. Oh. And then it, it, it just 
here comes a banjo. Yeah. All of a sudden. Yep. All right. So next up, we got another upset here. We got 12 seed in the evening, beating out good times, bad times versus over the hills and far away. This is another one I should I should have went with good times, bad times. Well, I, you know that being that your favorite album, yeah, and being the first track. Well, and that, that this album. whole experiment, man, has made me rethink my thinking. I mean, I've always thought Zeppelin won, but I'm I'm finding, I don't know, maybe I like you find out who you really I are. Like some houses you? of the Holy more than I thought I did. So, well, but, in through the outdoor. Well, I know, in this particular song, but just in the overall picture thing, House of the Holy, House of the Holy is becoming a strong contender in my catalog selection. Oh, to pass yeah. Led Zeppelin. One. Yeah, okay. interesting. But uh, yeah, I went. In this particular one, I should have picked good times, bad times. I didn't, but for this for this pairing, I, I went with over the hills and far away. Don't look back, Todd. And I do like that little ending guitar sweep of it. That's that's pretty. Again, another great acoustic yeah. song to play. Yep, uh, I can teach you that one too. That's pretty easy. <laughs> Jimmy gives guitar lessons. Um, Hashtag. That's why I'm here. I'm here to support um, support that endeavor. Okay, next game we got. Uh, 11 seed bringing on home upset going to California last week uh, taking on three seed ramble on ramble on's got that that cool vibe to it kind of bluesy thing to it but uh, man that bringing on home it just kicks a door in when it kicks in it kicks a door in when it kicks in that guitar riff man it's just like kicking a door in yeah yep I always play I used to play that intro part to uh my niece when she was a baby always put her to sleep and i right. had to watch her you do that little swampy voice <laughs> um okay last game in this bracket we got 10 seed how many more times versus the upset 15 seed who beat out when the levy breaks a 15 seed i can't quit you babe versus how many more times i can't quit you that song just drips with sweat of soul, mm-hmm. but it is salty. But that walking bass line, and how many more times? Got it, it's got me. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be how many more times on that one. It it keeps it keeps the whole song going. Moving on to the final bracket here, the dazed and confused bracket. We got top seed dazed and confused versus ninth seed. Tangerine. Yeah. Days the Confused is as epic as Stairway to Heaven to me. I, I, I've, Tangerine would have a hard time. I can say any epic song like that. Yeah. It's tough. Fifth Seed, Battle of Evermore versus 13th Seed, Your Time is Going to Come. I went with Your Time is Going to Come. I really? Like the, I like the organ. It's a very, it, it feels like I'm in church. <laughs> feels like you're in feels church. Like I'm in yeah. church. I like it, and uh, that group end or the group vocals at the end of it. I, I dig that little sing along part. With plant feels dancing like, his feels, vocals on top of like it. The, it feels like the choir's chiming in. It is the it yeah. It is the church of Zeppelin. Yeah. So yeah, I want uh, your your time's gonna come. Moving on, we got another upset. Eleven seed in the light. Uh, beating out Misty Mat- Mountain Hop last week uh, versus three seed Heartbreaker slash Living Love and Made. I went with Heartbreaker, Living Love and Made, just classic. Yeah, easy money, easy. No, no sweating that one here. Moving on here, we got uh, number ten seed Thank You versus two seed Immigrant Song. Thank you. I love that song. I really do. It's just a be- it's just it's a beautiful song. But I went with immigrant. But but <laughs> immigrant song it, again. It's it's another epic. I mean, that's if if there's a song that's going to lead you into battle, that's the song. It's one of those rare occasions, like when they use a song in a movie. Immigrant songs played twice yeah, in Thor Ragnarok. That. Yeah, they played twice. That's how awesome of a song it is. Yeah, it's just it's just freaking epic, man. That little scream at the beginning. Uh. <laughs> you know, every time I go canoeing up on Sugar Creek, guarantee that's going to come out sooner or later. Yeah. Just to get that echo in okay. the valley. All right. Yeah, definitely. Nice. I'm a, for one day, I'm a Viking. All right. So, all right. We got a sweet, sweet 16. Yeah. We got Stairway to Heaven, Since I've Been Loving You, No Quarter, Friends, Cashmere, Hey, Hey, What Can I Do, Black Country Woman, Rock and Roll. 
Uh, we got on the other side, we got Gallows Poe over the hills and far away, bringing on home. How many more times? Dazed and confused. Your time is going to come. Uh, Heartbreaker, Living, Loving, Made, and Immigrant Song. It's, going to get, it's not going to get any easier. Solid. For you. No, it's not. It's not going to get any easier Solid for you. Okay. So, Sweet 16, next so, yeah. week we'll do I'll, Elite Eight. I'll spend the next week crying, emotionally just spent, just listening intently to each song and figuring out what my choice is going to be. And where, you know, maybe you'll find the secrets in life that way. Who knows? I hope so. Yeah. Led Zeppelin's powerful stuff. Yeah, it is. All right. All that right. does it for this week. Maybe we can get a nice picture of the Sweet 16. Yeah. Maybe yeah, share we, that yep. with them. Yeah. Yeah, the the grid you sent me last week was just too much, too big. That a picture on the socials would have just been. I wonder if we could like do four pictures, like of each bracket. Yeah, we could do that. That might be possible. Yeah, we could do that. And people can, you know, yeah, the people listening can be, oh, I would have went with. Oh yeah, no, I'm yeah, I'm. That's the thing too is I'm sure that just going through this process, they're you pick that. What's that was wrong with you swinging on the gallows pole come on man <laughs> yeah your brain is <laughs> <laughs> is that all we got before we get into that's all i got that's all all right let's get into some songs you've got a interesting one this week well you know interesting one you know i'm trying to get away from using that word interesting okay um that's my, that's my goal going forward because interesting is like is it interesting or are you just saying it's subjective it's so, subjective yeah. so well, you know, Todd, you made me a little self-conscious um, last week. I, you know, that I've been going with songs that are two or three centuries old lately. So I want to go with something more recently, like something from the past decade. Okay, find some new music. And, and by no means do I mean to make you feel bad. You, you, you speak your truth, man. Yeah, I, if I'm there's a, a song that's speaking to you, but I'm I'm a big fan of like roots music, right? Like there's a like Saturday, on Saturdays on like the public PBS yeah. radio, there's a show called American Roots. Um, it's R O R O U T E S, and he basically goes to like regional areas of the country. A guy out in New Orleans, I can't I can't remember his name, but he'll he'll play like music that came out of that out of that part of like the Southwest. Is it or, like a history lesson in that region? It's just. He plays old music, okay. like um, you know, like Cajun music. Okay. You know, the, the the beginning of jazz music, right? And, you know, rock and rockabilly, and you know, just kind of origins of recording. Gotcha. Um, and it what's, always that always fascinates called? me. Uh, American Roots. It's American. uh, I I know it's on sometimes it's on Sundays, uh, but definitely on Saturdays. And if you don't listen to PBS, they do have a website, and then they keep all their episodes okay. um, on their website. So it's just something, you know, let's do, you know, but anyway, I went with something recent this week. I'm sure I'll go back to something from 1600s, um, sure. you know, in the upcoming episodes. But my song this week is more of a call out to the artist than a story about the song, because I don't have a lot to tell you about, about this song because there's very little press about the song or the artist. So I'm trying to reach this guy, you know? Okay. My song this week is simply called Number Four, N-O space, the number four. Right. N-O four. I'm guessing it's because it's the fourth track on this album. Uh, the The band is called The Great Con, uh, K-A-H-N. And so, the Star Trek Con? Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan. Or Genghis Khan. Or Genghis Khan. Okay, um, gotcha. A self, it's a self-entitled album. The only album out there uh, from this band, The Great Con, uh, released uh, August 1st, 2012. Uh, all tracks written, produced, performed, and recorded by a man named Greg Buzzer, who lives in Tel Aviv, Israel. Greg Buzzer also mixed and mastered this album. This is a home studio project. A uh, home studio project. I love it. it. Well, one thing, the only thing I can say for the studio is the drums. All, it says drums recorded at Eli Pickover Studio in Tel Aviv. Okay. So I'm guessing the rest of the stuff was recorded at his house. Dude's got everything but a drum set, so he's got to go rent those. Yeah, I guess so. Gotcha. Yeah, or his apartment, like 
you know, our neighbors wouldn't appreciate it. Gotcha. Uh, you know, he's kind of the Aldo Nova of the Middle East is the way I look at it. <laughs> okay. As far as describing Greg Buzzer, the lead singer, very unique voice. If you could, um, the way I, I picture him is if you could imagine Udo Dirk Schneider, you know, of except mm-hmm. the band, except balls to the wall, yeah. trying to do, to go deep down to do his best Danny Joe Brown impersonation. Who is uh, Danny Joe Brown? Danny Joe Brown uh, is of Molly Hatchet fame, you know, flirting with disaster, gotcha. beating the odds, whiskey man, dreams I'll never see, all those classics. Very unique voice. I think that's what drew me in because his vocal style is, I've never heard anything that is like this. i tell you what it reminded me of listening to it. Garage Band, Black Label Society. Okay. With some 70s flair to it. But that voice sounds like a garage band. I'm going to be Zach Wild. I'm going to sing like him. Get that Very guttural. Guttural, gritty, dirty, gravel. Yeah, it's, I love it's it. A, it's a cool sound. It, 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 oh, well, I was wondering it, well, how you would take it. Oh, I dug it, yeah. You did dig it, okay. Because yeah. it's not everybody's... Uh, well, it, I was kind of thinking like, you know, my favorite taco stand is Taco Tierra in Princeton, Indiana. Right. It, I don't think it's for everybody because it's all about the taco sauce. If you don't like the taco sauce at Taco Tierra, you're probably not ever going to eat there again. Right. Now, I was kind of thinking Greg Bowser's voice is kind of like taco sauce, you know, your favorite taco sauce. Okay. Uh, that's, the kind of, that's the kind of vocals I like. Very... So when Taco Tierra was in Evansville, did, did, or did you like that location or was there something about that Princeton location, even though it's probably the same Oh, I sauce. did like the one in Evansville. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I think the manager started having health problems. Gotcha. Ho- hopefully not from, you a know, a, taco, a steady taco tier diet. I don't recommend that for right. anybody. Sure. Okay. Since that's no longer open, the one at Princeton still open. That okay. thing is, it's like Chick-fil-A. They, they bought out the back lot. Like it's on a square traditional yeah. city block. They bought out the back lot. Just to expand the driveway. Jiminy. It's a big UE. Good Lord. And it's busy all the time. It's stop. It is all the time. It's it's amazing. I, yeah, it, good for them. Because that's like a mom and pop thing. It's not a chain thing, is it? It's a small regional chain. Okay. Like they're, I know they're in, I think the first one was in Fairfield. All and, right. And there's one in Mount Carmel uh, in Illinois, southern Illinois. And okay. then there's Princeton. There might be one more somewhere, but huge success. Okay. Um Great taco sauce. Love, everybody goes. Everybody loves the taco sauce. So yeah, Udo Dirk Schneider meets Danny jo, D- Danny Joe Brown. I picked this particular song. This, the song lyrics hit on my love of traveling, it, and it starts out. He sings, "Got a you know tank full of gas, and the world is mine." I mean, hell, I I say that every time I pull out of a marathon gas station. The Get world, out of the way. Yeah, I just did that. You know, I put fifty dollars in, and and the world is mine again. But honestly, I could pick anything off this album. I think if you dig this particular song, the album is going to be to your liking. I think Greg Buzzard does a great job, and and I'm a guy that's not easily impressed by new music, as you as you know, Todd. The only press I found about Greg Buzzard in this album goes like this. Greg Buzzard hails from Tel Aviv, Israel, and has been the driving force behind Buzzer. I guess his original band right. uh, since 2004, but this time ventures out on his own, delivering a classic set of stoner rock goodness. The album is aptly named for the great Genghis Khan, as it resembles an armed campaign that rose across the land in a thundering, unending roar of sound and vibration, destroying all before it. I must also say it takes me back to my love of a band called Raging Slab. Yeah, I remember that. You remember the yeah. 88, 89, they had a big hit on MTV with the song Don't Dog Me You're right. Around. How's, but that, how's that going? Don't Dog Me Around. <laughs> There's literally nothing more I can tell you about this band. There's next to nothing on the internet about this band. On YouTube, I must credit uh, the YouTube user that goes by the name, I get this, his name is The Bong Druid of Mammoth Weed Mountain. He posted this entire album. That dude's for real. The Bong Druid. Of a Mammoth Weed Mammoth Mountain. Mammoth Weed Mountain. Bong, yeah. Posted this in 2016. Uh, the Bong Druid of Mammoth Weed Mountain did post a link to the band's Facebook page, 
it no longer exists. The Bong Druid of Mammoth Weed Mountain also posted a website link for what I believe to be the band's Udo Dirk Schneider slash Danny Joe Brown sounding lead singer Greg Buzzer, gregbuzzer.com. It no longer exists. Greg Buzzer has a Twitter account, but has not posted since 2013 promoting this particular album. Um, Dude's gone off the grid. Well, I did find what does exist, and it's the band's page on bandcamp.com. That's Bandcamp, like um, you right. know, American Pie, bandcamp.com. Uh, have you heard of this website, Todd? I know, I'm familiar with it, yes. You are familiar? I've never heard of it. Um, it's it's a cool site for those who haven't heard of it. It's a cool site for musicians to post their music. Uh, I got a, I'll read a note here. When when you buy something on Bandcamp, whether it's digital music, vinyl, or a T-shirt, ticket, or cassette, eighty to eighty-five percent of your money goes to the artist, and we pay out daily. The remainder goes to payment processor fee and Bandcamp's revenue share, which is 15 percent of digital items, ten percent on physical goods. Since we only make money when the artist makes a lot more money, our interest remains aligned with those of the community we serve. It's a straightforward approach, and we're happy to say it works. Fans have paid artists seven hundred and sixteen million dollars since using Band- using Bandcamp, and twenty point three million in the past thirty days alone. We were founded. In 2007, have been profitable since 2012, and we're growing rapidly, the website says. Bandcamp is used by millions of fans around the world and is an indispensable tool for hundreds of thousands of artists and more than 3,000 labels. New York Times calls Bandcamp one of the greatest underground culture bazaars of all time. Fast Company named us one of the most innovative companies in music, and American Association of Independent Music honored us with the Independent Champion Award. Now, you think about how little artists get paid from streaming sites like YouTube or Spotify. Right. So it's cool to hear that there's a site that supports the artists more. Yeah, it's like the updated, it's almost to me like the updated version of uh, the fanzines Yeah, from the 80s, but the artists are more in control than just somebody saying, Hey, this is a good record. It's just, I like, I've, I've always thought, I mean, when, when I was growing up, when I was a kid, I mean, you know, I bought guitars and I never learned how to play that well, but I always thought, shit, man, I'd love to start a band or record songs. And, you know, luckily running into you, we got to kind of live that dream a little bit recording songs. Oh, what masterpieces yeah. we made. And I mean, as dumb as they were, it was still fun doing the process. And it's yeah. like, it, like my kids now that are 17 and, it's, it's, you know, I've mentioned it a couple of times, like, man, why don't you and your buddies just make some noise and write some dumb songs or some shit? And they have no interest in it at all. It's funny because they're really into you know, rap, R&B or yeah, they, hip hop. They, yeah, they like that stuff. But it's, I don't know that, they, but it's interesting. They have one friend that comes over that when they come down here to the basement, I will, uh, if I'm upstairs, there was a time where I would hear the amp kick on and because the microphone was plugged into it and they would go through and talk through the amp and talk through the microphone. But I shut that down pretty quick because they're just dumb 14, 15 year old kids and pretending they're out of, you know, doing I don't their even own know concert. what they were doing. They were just, you know, it's, it's the thing where your voice is amplified. So you're just going to get on the microphone and say a bunch of dumb shit. It wasn't, it wasn't even rapping. No, there wasn't anything organized to it at all. But okay. I, I was always, I always thought, man, it'd be, I'd love that. I'd love, you know, well, I thought they were going to complete the the band, you know, yeah, drummer no. and lead, no. you know, lead guitarist fell apart. Hmm. Dip, just discovered Call of Duty. Oh, took took the lead, man. Yep. Another thing I like about Bandcamp.com is it gives you a chance to reach out, and contact the artist, and I have reached out to Greg Buzzer to get permission to play this song off the album on the podcast and just get any information he's got on while he's working now. Right. Of course, I haven't gotten a response yet. It's only been a week, but I, I don't know if the guy is alive or alive or not, or if he's checked out the music business entirely. Right. I hope not because I love his creativity. I mean, he's got other, other styles of music out there. I mean, he's got several albums on Bandcamp. If you want to check out this different stuff that, that he's done, it's all pretty original sounding. And the, that's that's hard to do in today's world. So did you go back? You said the other band was Buzzer? Uh, he's got Buzzer, and his last album he put out was just called Night. And that's more 
that's completely different from the great kong it's a it's more like 80s keyboard oh, wow. driven it's okay. completely different and much more subtle vocal style just working out all his demons trying to figure out what sticks i guess i don't know but it's original i i, I dig it but it's I, I think that came out in I mean, 2015, maybe okay. that last album. So who knows? So Greg cool. Buzzer, if you're out there, please reach out. You know, I sent you an email through Bandcamp. Uh, I just wanted to hear what you got coming. That's right. Yeah, coming up next because you got a fan in Southern Indiana. That's right. Calling out the Israel. That's my song this week. That's all I got. Okay, cool, good one. My song this week, and I, again, that bracket got in my head and it threw me. I I I had one of those weeks where. Just nothing sounded great. I mean, everything was okay. But usually, I mean, going into this thing, I usually have, you know, I may go into a week with, okay, I'm going to do this song, and then something happens, and I'll hear something, or I'll think of something, and it kicks a memory and sends me in a different direction, so I scramble to try to get all my shit ready for when you come over. But this was one of those weeks, and I think I even told you, was it yesterday? I was like, dude, I don't even know what I'm doing. Yeah. I, can't. Oh, I sent you an idea. Yeah, and you sent me an idea, which I appreciate, and it's something that's on my list, but it was just like, man, it just doesn't, doesn't not, feel right. Not kicking you in the gear. Yeah, it just, I mean, so, you know, I, I kind of had an idea of which way I was going to go, and then late last, yesterday afternoon, I guess, it was like, I heard this song, and I was like, you know what? This is one of those, this is one of those songs that the guitar riff permanently resides in my head this is a guitar riff on this song i will i just hear all the time i just love the groove of it it sounds like your style yeah it's just something it's 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 always in my head and the artist is a gentleman by the name of r l burnside which i saw some reports that stands for robert lee i saw another report that it stands for rule and it was a couple of different spellings of rule I'm not really for sure what this gentleman's actual name is, but it's the initials R, L, and then Burnside. Song is called Let My Baby Ride, and it's from the 1998 Come On In record. A little bit of research on this gentleman. Uh, born Mississippi, 1926. So you know he's the real deal when you hear him. 1926. 1926. Is he still kicking today? No, passed away in 05. Okay. Yeah. Notes I've found on him first says he first played publicly at the age of 21, which would be what, 47? 1947? Pretty close. Sound described a couple different ways. Uh, so, one description says it's pure country delta juke joint blues. Another description called it down home back porch blues. The note I made says no matter how you label it, it's stripped down blues marked by a quality of rawness and songs of swagger and rebellion. How'd you find this song? That's the mystery. I'm sure it is, you know, on Spotify, they're, you know, once a week, they'll, here's 35 songs that you may like based on all the stuff you've listened to. And I try to go through and listen to as much as I can just to see if there's something. So the the best guess I have is uh, it was on one of those lists I heard. I thought, yeah, this is pretty cool. So I dropped it in something. But it's over the last couple of years, man, it's been, I love this song. It's just, like I said, it's that riff's got permanent residence in my head. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's pretty cool. So interesting note I found, interesting to me anyway, it says he's a cousin-in-law to Muddy Waters. Cousin-in-law cousin to Muddy. Cousin-in-law. But I don't, I never saw anything that said whether they performed together or anything like that. So they come from the same neighborhood. I, well, through marriage. Through marriage. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, said he had a family band that was known as the Sound Machine, where I think his son was in it, and maybe a brother, or some other folks. It's kind of vague on the description I I found, but uh, described R.L. Burnside as a hardworking man leading a life of struggle. Said he was a heavy drinker, uh, participated a little bit in some criminal activity. There was a a story that it was it wasn't really this is a fact. It was kind of more of a here's here's a rumor of maybe what one of his things, but says he, uh, at one point he killed a man and possibly at a craps game and was incarcerated in parchment farm. He's living his songs. He's living it. Wow. So killed a man supposedly around a craps game, goes to parchment farm to serve a sentence. And then after six months, his, uh, quote unquote boss, I guess, uh, needed him as a tractor driver on his farm. So got his sentence 
commuted or whatever. So I ended up going, working on a different farm because I guess he was a skilled tractor driver. Okay. It says he played most, it said he played music most of his life, but really with little recognition before the 90s, uh, late 80s, 90s, kind of hit his stride when a group of his peers uh, started a record label and I forgot to write it down. I want to think it's like Old Possum or something Possum, but there's a bunch <laughs> of old blues guys or something started a record label and just started releasing his stuff. So he got a little bit of recognition there. I think he uh, ended up going over to Europe and playing some blues festivals with some folks. And uh, up until that time, primarily, he was just a farmer and a fisherman, did a little bit of touring, did a little bit of recording. It was kind of a hobby, I guess, if you want to call it that. So, But primarily a farmer and a fisherman, and every now and then would record an album. And I can imagine a ton of warm nights sitting on that porch, strumming a guitar, coming up with songs. And I mean, just, you know, kind of like when we talked about that uh, Ray Wiley Hubbard, that old that feeling of you're sitting there talking to your grandpa and he's telling you stories of shit. So it's, it's, it's that feel to it. I love that yeah. sense of things. Yeah. So gotcha. It wasn't that hoochie coochie music, was it? Cause Muddy Waters owned that record label. No, no, I can't, I can't remember. It wasn't. It yeah. Was, here you go, Cam. I like I said, I think there was possum was in the name somewhere, but I can't remember exactly. In the nineties, it says he recorded and did some touring with a gentleman named John Spencer. You remember that John Spencer Blues Explosion? I was never a no, big, I am. Never, I've heard I was, of him. I was never a big fan of it, but I knew of it. But I guess evidently he took an interest in RL in the 90s and did some recording, did some touring. And that kind of opened him up, got a new fan base in the punk and garage rock scene. Because I think that John, even though it was John Spencer Blues Explosion, I think it was more of a alternative, alternative rock kind of thing. Right. So. So this guy's getting this guy's getting some new fans in the '90s and gaining some popularity, and then uh, says he suffered a couple of heart attacks. Uh, suffered one in 2004, which he never recovered from, and, and eventually passed away in 2005. The things what I dig about this song is, like I said, I can't remember where I came across it. It just, I mean, this thing could have just one day appeared in my playlist, and some ghost of blues past decided I needed to hear it. So. But for me, this is just a great song for any situation. There's, I mean, it's just a, it's, it's real, it's simple. It's hypnotic. There's not much to it. It's just kind of that same groove over and over. It's almost like, uh, like the rap beats that are just looped. It's just like a loop. Yeah. It's like a, just a driving, just a driving hook. Yeah. And then vocally, there isn't much to it either. It's just a couple of lines throughout it, but there's an unusual blue sound to it. And I marked it as traditional sounds with updated technology recording methods because some of the, the the later stuff, like the early stuff, has got that old timey, really thin mono blues kind of you know Hank Williams Senior type sound to it, mm-hmm. and I and I love that sound because it just feels real. But I like some of these other recordings, like this particular album's. I dig it because it's got that old timey feel to it. But there's updated production and loops and drums to it's it's a nice incorporation. Yeah. It's just it's a nice incorporating of of two worlds, I guess, if you want to call it that. Okay. Uh, I don't know why it took me so long, but I've I've recently recently yesterday after I kind of did the song, I started going through his catalog and listening to some of his other stuff. And it's just it's a to me, this is this'll be a, a playlist that if I'm if I'm working on a project out in the yard, it's gonna take me four hours. I'll put his catalog in, hit shuffle, and just let it play while I do it. It's just good background chore music, if you will. Just got a cool feel to it. You don't think too much about it. And like I said, it's just got that, that blues. It's kind of got that that feel to it. So so he was 72 in 98 when this came out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this this guy is the prime example of don't give up on your dreams because years and years and years are just kind of doing it, doing it, doing it, and nothing really happening. And then all of a sudden you get in your 70s and you get popular. This is what you got out of it. That's what I got out of it. Yeah. So when you hit your 70s. Yeah, I got another 20 years. It, I mean, you're going to be. And then it's happening. It's happening. Well, you know, and you are talking earlier. I mean, you show me that alternative tuning for the guitar and teach me those Led Zeppelin songs. Yeah, the demon tuning. Yeah. Then we'll, we'll begin. Yeah. There's a crossroad just down the down the road here oh, yeah. your house that we'll hit at midnight and okay. Uh, okay. make the magic happen. Make the magic happen. 
again, his his sound, it's just a raw, real sound, dig it. And this is this is one of those artists. There's not much in the catalog I kind of listened through yesterday that I was like, eh, there's a couple songs that were okay, not for me. But I would say 90% of, of what I heard yesterday, I'm in. I dig it. Okay. So that's it. R.L. Burnside. Let my baby ride. R.L. Burnside. They're not sure exactly what the R.L. means. Yeah. No, like I said, one of them said Robert Lee. There's even a song called, uh, on on one album that's called My Name is Also Robert or something like that. And, almost, and I think it's Kid Rock singing with him. Kid Rock? I think so. It sounds like Kid Rock. It sounds okay. like a Kid Rock kind of vocal. Interesting. So yeah. Oh, there we go. I said yeah. it. So go check out RL. Get into some blues. Roots music. Roots music. So, and then uh, the video I put up at the beginning of this episode, I recorded a little snippet about 911. Yeah, and that that comes from the video. I, I thought that was cool, so I'm gonna that kind. Of, I wasn't expecting that when I. I'm gonna snag that and put it up there just as the intro. Yeah, yeah, and that based on what you told me, it yeah, I could see him. It fits. Yeah, I could see him doing that first. Oh yeah, and I would love. I mean, it's it said he was huge in the juke joint kind of circuit, right? Back in the day. Yeah, man, I'd love to go to one of those just old wooden barn. Where it's just fucking rocking. Yeah, I went to uh, let's see October. I want to say twenty sixteen. Went down to New Orleans for Halloween weekend. There was what'd like you a dress, What'd you dress up as? What's that? What'd you dress up as? Uh, well, we didn't. We left. Actually, we left the morning of Halloween, and drove. So you just went down for Devils and Well, we went down for half marathon. That's what it was. Which I think I've talked about in the past, where they had the open bar at the end yeah. where anybody off the street could yep. come up and just get a drink. You didn't need a, didn't need any a number, didn't need ID yeah. or nothing. It's how New Orleans rolls. Yeah. We went to Saturday. That was Saturday. Sunday was a saints game. And we, I think Halloween was Monday and we left, um, we left early that morning because I was wanting to go up through Mississippi and see a few of the spots where they filmed the movie, old brother, where art thou? Right. Uh, and there was one town, called uh, Edwards, Mississippi. It was just, I, I can't think of the main interstate, interstate that goes through the middle of Mississippi. But it's just, there's a road just, well, it's the it's the same road that Bob Dylan sings about, Highway 61. Yeah. I think it's 61 runs parallel to the interstate. And it goes right into Edwards. And, the, and I don't know if you've ever seen Old Brother with Arthur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the the final scene where they're crossing the bridge or crossing the railroad tracks and all the girls are like tied on strings. Right. And you see the old man with the, with that, that the, pump. The, yeah. What is that? The pump I, rail I car thing. Yeah. It's a rail. It's, There's like one guy on each cart. side seesawing to get it to go. And they're singing the old kind of angel band. Yep. We went to that town. Same, you got the same mural up. Everything's still up. It was really cool. Got video of that. I, I think I'm probably do a song off that soundtrack one day coming up soon. But anyway, we, instead of going back to the interstate, we drove, we, we kept on that back road and yeah, you could, you're back in the cotton fields yeah. for as far as the eye can see. And, um, we drove all the way up to Clarksdale and saw all that stuff. Ground, ground zero, Morgan Freeman's, uh, bar in Clarksdale. I have no idea. You could feel the spirits just okay. driving through there. Oh yeah, especially. I believe, on, oh, I believe it. Yeah, you talk about the juke joints and all that. You can imagine back in those days. A lot of ghosts, man. Yeah, a lot of ghosts. A lot of it, ghosts on those roads. There's a different vibe yeah. going through the backwood back yeah. roads of Mississippi. I'd recommend it for anybody who's got a love for the blues just to just to take that ride if you're going down New Orleans. Right. It's it's a little longer, you know, and you probably you know too long but for I, us. I tell you but what, that's worth it, man. Because a couple of years ago, going down to the Gulf. The interstate was backed up because of some, you know, pile up or some shit. And mm-hmm. we ended up getting off the interstate. <clears throat> I don't even remember what road it was, but finding it. It was cool because the the side road we ended up taking would kind of weave back and forth. So we'd go west for a little bit, then it would curve back and go east. And then you had the option of getting back on the interstate or you could stay on it and go east a little more. And then it would curve back. It kind of weaved back and forth. So every... 10, 15 miles, there was an opportunity to get back on the interstate if you wanted to. 
That's right. But it was so much fun kind of taking that little two lane. And, you know, if I'd have been on the interstate, I'd have been creeping along going three mile an hour anyway. So the fact that I'm going 30 mile an hour through a town, it was just something cool to look at. Yeah. And I think even on the way home, we ended up taking a stretch of that just to get off the interstate because it was so, you know, and it added another two or three hours. But again, that's a couple hours you're sitting on the interstate idling, pissed off because nobody's going anywhere. So sometimes those little side road trips are, are pretty cool. And, and just seeing those ghosts, man. Yeah, I think it was Interstate 59 is what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, a buddy of mine that works on the barge, he gets dropped off close to, sometimes he'll get dropped off close to Clarksdale, Mississippi. And he had a story. He had a story about uh, this black SUV was following him as, as the sun was setting or something. I can't because there's like Clarksdale's. This, it wasn't even near Clarksdale. I mean, it was like gravel roads, right. this drop off point. And you know, he had to drive to get to the main roads, like a long ways. And this out of nowhere, this black SUV came out of nothing and started was following him tailgating right. him for miles and oh, shit. and he knows the story of the crossroads and um know who's the blues artist that sold his soul to the devil robert johnson. robert johnson i mean he, he's a blues man himself he loves the blues and uh he was very freaked out by it you yeah. know this is like the devil's following him you yeah, know that's... basically what he was telling me flashing his lights honking yeah so yeah i would not want to be out there pull at over night. i got a contract for you to sign just come Yo, on the... <laughs> pull over <laughs> been a long time since i've seen you mr russell <laughs> oh but, man that's yeah i had i was doing some shows in texas a while back and i had some show where you know i had like a three-hour drive so that, you know my show ends at 11 o'clock and by 11 30 12 i'm driving to my next town mm-hmm. and uh it was one of those where it was three hours and it was two lane back road kind of stuff and there were some points where cars would get and i don't know if you've ever driven through texas but no. there are some long stretches of nothing and yeah you some car gets behind you i mean there's there's one point i drove by and there's like two two uh mustangs kind of pulled off on the side of the road and people outside just talking and i'm sure you know that's just what you know, but it was out in the middle of nowhere. And I was like, shit, am I driving up on some fucking crime scene? <laughs> right. <laughs> I just keep going, looking ahead. Didn't see nothing. Don't know nothing. But yeah, it's creepy when you're on some back road shit and somebody gets behind you. Cause there was, you know, I got 25 miles before I even get to anything that resembles a Well, yeah. Out, out, out there, you can, road. you can scream and no one would hear oh, you. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. That blue stuff, man, that's cool shit. Yeah, if you ever, yeah, Highway 61, That if you ever get a chance just to, you got time, just take a trip down Highway 61. There's a reason Bob Dylan sings about it. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of history there. Put you together a nice little playlist and just enjoy the ride. Yeah. Amen, brother. Cool. Amen. That's it for this week. That's all I got. Yep. You got anything else? No, no, we got to gotta continue this bracket next week. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe we'll cram all this in and get it done i don't know what we'll to see because we got it not <laughs> the problem last week was just so many and then this week too there's still a lot but now we're getting it down to what are we at 16 yeah there'd be eight eight to pick you get down to eight yeah and i think you can knock it out we'll maybe see. it depends I, if you i don't want to force it i i like i i like having that week in between like i said that the week last week to this week gave me a lot of time to reflect and think, did I make the right decision? Found that I, I made some bad choices along the way. So just it, like life, we'll we'll see how this week goes. If I if I look at my choices and, and think to myself, ah, I should have went the other way. I don't know. It's just also such personal preference too. Because the other thing I'll tell you, the other thing that worries me is that, I mean, I can tell you right now, "Stairway to Heaven" ain't making it. It's right, a, it's a great, great song. It's, it's so probably their most yeah. But there's a, I mean, there's a reason and there's signs and guitar shops no stairway it's a fantastic song and i even said a couple of weeks ago that i hadn't heard it in forever and just stumbled across it one day on the radio and was like forgotten how great that song was it is fantastic but i don't i don't know i don't i don't i don't for me i don't think it's got what and again i said that last week too there were songs there some of like black dog i've heard that song so many times Mm -hmm. it's just a burnout on it it's not a it's not a bad song but yeah, that's the problem with stairway. If you happen to be listening to this and you're screaming at me because of some selection I picked, 
number one, tell me why I'm wrong. Every playlist tells a story at gmail.com, or if you got my number, text me. <laughs> right. But, right. We're not giving know, that out. But it's, yeah, and, and, and it's, that's kind of the struggle, too, because Stairway is such an iconic song, but for me, it's, I don't know. I don't, it's, I don't know if it's, I don't know how long it's going to make it. Well, I mean, you don't, you don't have to feel bad because Robert Plant feels no, the same feel way. Bad. I don't feel bad. It's all personal preference. It's like I said, it's, it's what, you know, today I feel like, today I might feel like listening to rock and roll and like that heavy Zeppelin sound, but tomorrow I'm feeling like tangerine and I want that acoustic sweetness. Living reflections of a dream. All right. That's it, y'all. Bye.